Welcome everyone to Nuck If You Buck, the Milwaukee Bucks podcast that explains how your local team stacks up against the rest of the NBA. Hey Hoopheads, once you finish listening to this episode, be sure to check out the rest of the Hoopheads podcast network for even more great basketball content. Hey there, hi there, ho there, and welcome to Nuck If You Buck, the Milwaukee Bucks show hosted by me, Devin Zanskis, and brought to you by Hoopheads. Today I'm coming at you solo, but we have the last two summer league games, Giannis becoming a part owner of the Milwaukee Brewers, and the Bucks schedule release to cover, uh, in addition to more. So, uh, chugging right along here as the offseason continues, I know when I discuss with friends and family about my plans for this show they always uh and it it's fair to assume if it's the off season that i might be taking uh an an episode break or two but um week in week out i seem to be surprised more and more with the amount of content that i'm provided so without further ado i'll jump into last um yeah, last week's summer league game, the second to last one against the Washington Wizards. If you tuned in last week, you would have known that um, due to uh, maybe some poor uh, planning on my behalf, I ended up recording during this Wizards game. So I didn't have quite the same eyes on it, but... Um, the Bucks would lose despite Jordan Wara and Mamadi Diakite tallying 18 points each. Uh, they lost 83 to 93 to the Wizards. Uh, as Corey Kispert, the Wizards' first round pick, also dropped 18 points. Uh, what a guy. Rocking the white headband. He secured the uh, coveted number 24 on the Wizards as well. Um, so good on him. I, he was 4-7 from the three-point line this game, and he also uh, kissed one off the glass as well, showing a little bit off the dribble game. Um, a lot more than I would have anticipated. Um, another standout for me on the Wizards, just peeking at some of the highlights. Uh, their second leading scorer with 15 points, Caleb Holmesley, uh, showed that he had quite a handle. Uh, definitely crossed a couple bucks uh, from the highlights that I saw. Um, number 31 pick, um, which was originally the Bucks from the P.J. Tucker trade, uh, Isaiah Todd had 10 points in this one for the Wizards starting for them or part of me I'm looking at the wrong uh, column here he was a plus 10 but he only had 8 points um, but he does look look to have a pretty smooth jump shot and uh, quite a bit of size at the uh, pure power forward spot but I don't know if he would have been ready to contribute for the Bucks had had we stayed in that draft position, uh, plus I think a lot of Bucks fans are are at least happy with what Mamu's shown at that number uh, 54 spot. We'll get into more at him later. But um, 
Another big takeaway just from the highlights was that uh, I saw a growing chemistry between uh, Mumadi and Mamu um, sharing sharing the ball quite a bit between the two of them, uh, including passes uh, from Mamu to Diakite in transition, including a uh, quick touch pass uh, in the paint to Mamadi, and then uh, Mamadi also found Mamu uh, on the short roll once out of a pick and roll. So, love to see flashes from the young guys, even if uh, even if we had some struggle uh, bringing home wins in summer league. That's part of the beauty of summer league is that uh, yeah, we don't uh, have to put as many eggs in those baskets or get too get too down if the Bucks uh, lose to a team in Washington with uh, lower expectations for the year. Um, yeah, I don't know how much more there is to take away from this one. I feel like I already spoke plenty on uh, Corey Kispert. Um, I was thinking a, a bit more about him, though, uh, just in the context of the rest of the draft. We know there are a couple teams uh, who selected some wings with a bit more upside, but a, but a lower floor, and that would be the Grizzlies and the Spurs with uh, uh, Zaire Williams out of Stanford and Josh Primo out of Alabama. Um, I'd say people are, are maybe higher on, on Zaire than Primo. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see whether or not um, those teams might regret um, not taking a guy like Kispert or even Moses Moody uh, would have been on the board as well for either of those teams uh, instead of the high upside guys that they took. But only time will tell. Suppose I can jump into the very last game of the Bucks Summer League, and that was when the Bucks lost their fourth Summer League game in a row. Uh, this was, uh, in addition, a game where Jordan Aware did not play. The Bucks lost 87-94 to uh, against the Nuggets. I was able to uh, sneak out of work a little bit to check out this one a little bit closer. Starters for the Bucks were uh, Theo Pinson, uh, Jalen Crutcher, uh, Brandon Randolph. You know, I always want to say Anthony Randolph, the former Minnesota Timberwolves. Then Mamadi Diakite and Sandro, Sandro Mamu Kalashvili. Uh, Nuggets starters were uh, Bones Highland, Devon Reed, uh, Deontay Burton, who uh, I believe played at Marquette, or no. I believe his connection to Milwaukee is that he might be from here. Yep, he was born in Milwaukee, um, and he... Uh, did play at Marquette and Iowa State. So uh, partially at Marquette, partially not. Yeah, he had a stint with the uh, with the Oklahoma City Thunder. And it looks like he played at uh, Milwaukee Vincent. So a little Milwaukee connection for you there. And the rest of the Nuggets starting lineup uh, included uh, Zylan Cheatham who spent some time with the Pelicans, I believe, and Zeke Naji, uh, the Nuggets' first-round pick last year. Um, Brandon Randolph uh, met uh, Devon Reed at the rim for uh, 
for an unlikely block from the guard. That was uh, something that jumped out to me. Um, the Bucks had an early lead uh, behind behind making uh, two of their five three-point attempts as opposed to Nuggets only making uh, two of ten attempts. But uh, it was still a close battle since... Um, since the Bucks started out with six turnovers to the Nuggets zero, it was twenty-four to sixteen after one. Uh, Dimitri Trice, this was a huge uh, Dimitri Trice game, uh, as he had uh, seven points after one, and then Agata had five for the Nuggets after the first quarter. Uh, I believe Dimitri Trice, of course, former Badger, lived in the same building as my current roommate. Uh, back in Madison in the day. So, mildly interesting, I suppose. Um, got to see more of Pauli Bawa creating extra possessions and then uh, and then an off- another offensive rebound from Ibawa uh, ended up in a, in a Mamu uh, and one. Um, fortunately, we would see Brand- Brandon Randolph after he had that impressive block earlier. He'd, he'd uh, have to be... Uh, Helped off the court by a couple of teammates, but uh, they were able to leave him in the tunnel as he was as he still had the ability to put some weight on it. So, um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully Randolph can come back quickly. There, um, Brandon Randolph. I didn't say it on a previous episode. Spent some time with the Wisconsin herd, and of course, it has been a regular starter on the Bucks summer league uh, roster. Um, and yeah, I mentioned earlier that there were plenty of turnovers on the Bucks side, and Diakite surely was adding to that with plenty of turnovers, but making up for it with some blocks as well. Uh, same with Ibawa, who would have a who would have a huge SWAT on uh, the uh, Nuggets. Uh, Shudier Bile, uh, really interesting name there. Uh, could be French, could not be. I'm definitely not French, so. Uh, yeah, we see Tyree, uh, Tyree White and Devon Reed exchange a couple contested threes as well late in the second quarter. Halftime, the Bucks still held on to the lead for, for a bit longer, uh, 46 to 41. Uh, Dimitri Trice then had 12 points. Mamu had 9 points and 5 rebounds, and Diakiti had 7 points, 5 rebounds, but 5 turnovers to go with those 5 rebounds. Um, Bones Highland, the he was a late first round pick by the Nuggets this year, was really impressive in this contest. He uh, came on a bit later, uh, draining a couple difficult jumpers early in the third quarter. Um, then of course Diakite is good for finishing a couple lobs in each of these summer league contests. Uh, this one came from Theo Pinson in a pick and roll. We got to see uh, Mamu sink a catch and shoot three. Uh, as advertised, um, but an even more welcome sight was him crossing over a wing and, and finishing on a drive in a possession shortly after. Um, another summer league buck that I'd be remiss if I did not mention them was is uh, Jamario Jones. I know he's spent some time in the in the in the uh, G League, but shown up on. Um, 
on the Lakers and perhaps Wizards um, A team at points. Perhaps he's had he's had a two way contract before. I say all that with a sliver of confidence, but doesn't matter too much. And I just wanted to point out uh, through three quarters, seven, uh, four of his seven rebounds came out on the offensive end, and he's a he's a kind of guy that plays a lot bigger than his size. I believe he's only about six six five six six, but uh, he can he plays a lot bigger than that. Uh, can defend up. I know he got some PJ Tucker comps on uh, Bucks Twitter coming into summer league, but um, as I've voiced plenty on this show, uh, comparisons to PJ Tucker, including um, comparing uh, Semi Ojale to him, are already a bit tired to me. But what are you gonna do? The Bucks did go on a 7-0 run from at the four to the two and a half minute mark, uh, late in the third quarter, um, and the third would end with Dimitri Trice finishing just over Makur Maker with some English. Makur's uh, Thon's uh, younger brother, so it was cool to see him out there. We get another uh, Ibawa uh, stuff at the rim against uh, uh, against a Denver Nugget, and it was 68-69 to 69 after three quarters. The um, Bucks had, had finally relinquished their lead. Uh, however, some impressive numbers still from Demetrius Trice, 17 points, Mamu with 14 points and 16 rebounds, and uh, Bones had gotten up to 12 points going into the fourth. Uh, Bones would continue to attack the basket and uh, finish over Mamu, but Mamu would, would respond with another uh, three-pointer, uh, another welcome sight as when we had pat when we had previously evaluated him uh, we had noted that he can definitely hit uh, a catch and shoot uh, jumper but his jumper uh, is a little slow and uh, and yeah he isn't quite uh, as well known for his uh, for his threes off the dribble um, we'd see another uh, Huge floater from a Dimitric Trice, but uh, Zylan Cheatham would uh, finish uh, a couple three free throws to secure uh, the last summer league game for the Nuggets, uh, 87-94 uh, Nuggets, and the Bucks would fall um, in their fourth summer league contest in a row. But yet again, it's just summer league. Uh, this can also stand as your uh, first reminder of the week that the Bucks are still NBA champions, so... Um, that doesn't. It's not for that reason that we don't sweat summer league games. We wouldn't uh, anyhow. But uh, it's worth repeating. Uh, at the end of the game, uh, Demetri Trice had 24 points and three rebounds. Mamu also reached 20 points uh, by the end of the game, as well as seven rebounds. And uh, Bones uh, scored eight more points in the fourth to get to 20 points, uh, two rebounds, and five assists. Let's see. All right, and now after the game action, I'd like to uh, share a word from our new sponsors in uh, Manscaped. Support for Nook a Few Buck today is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the 
Below the Belt Grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide who've trusted uh, Manscaped with this exclusive offer. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code Giannis. That's G-I-A-N-N-I-S at manscaped.com. Imagine shaving with a sleek, well-designed and optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time in the bathroom. I'm the... I'm one of the first people to try the 4.0, and I'm blown away by its performance. The craftsmanship and details on the 4.0 are next level. I, like every brave soldier, have endured more battle wounds than I'd like to admit. Um, in addition, while using a conventional razor, I was putting myself in harm's way uh, far too often and subjecting myself to way too much cleanup. Now with Manscaped, I can use their waterproof lawnmower 4.0 in the shower, allowing me to have a more effective shave more often and and with less hassle. Personally, that's, I think, the best uh, takeaway with the lawnmower 4.0 is um, being able to use it in the shower. You can, uh, you don't have to put off shaving uh, just for a uh, special occasion or what have you. because of, uh, yeah, all the time it would otherwise take with, uh, with a conventional razor. Manscaped uh, has engineered the ultimate uh, groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and an incredibly comfortable grooming experience. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. Now I feel confident when I'm shaving my boys. Lawnmower 4.0 even allows you to customize your trim through additional guard lengths of sizes 1 through 4. Did I mention wireless charging? The new wireless charging system uses electromagnetic induction which can help battery length last longer. It's time to get your own ball hair and body trimmer with Manscaped to make me time the best time and enhance your confidence with some nice smooth boys. Your balls will thank you. So to take advantage of this and get 20% off and free worldwide free worldwide shipping, you just have to use the code Giannis at manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping at manscaped.com. You just use the code Giannis. That's G-I-A-N-N-I-S. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for your family jewels. So, beyond the Summer League action, perhaps the biggest news of the week is uh, Jeff Passan uh, peeking at his Twitter seems to be the equivalent of the woes of the MLB. Um, maybe not far from that if I'm wrong, but I'm not going to claim to be an MLB guy. Giannis Antetokounmpo, big announcement of the week, he has purchased a stake in the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, it's rumored that he had... Uh, Agreed on the particular stake in the Brewers back in May, but of course, uh, the most considerate man uh, on this side of the Mississippi, Giannis didn't want to distract, uh, didn't want to make that a distraction uh, for the Milwaukee Bucks, since that uh, probably would have been playoff time, definitely in a normal year. If not, it was close to it in this uh, weird year. Uh, he had a lovely quote, though on this uh on becoming a part owner of the milwaukee brewers um he says milwaukee made me who i am today 
It made me a better person and a better man. Milwaukee invested a lot in me, and I want to invest back in the city of Milwaukee. I just love Milwaukee. Um, this supports um, every, every Milwaukeean's uh, position and that Giannis is the most perfect uh, human being ever created. Um, but yeah, there's, uh, yeah, you couldn't have come up with uh, better words to come out of a guy's mouth uh, at this press conference. Uh, but yet we're still not really uh, surprised by this because he's Giannis freaking out of the Kumpo. Um, but yeah, kind of also adds to, uh, I don't know. I just, I just think it's, it's special to have uh not only Giannis being a guy uh, investing in another team in the city or state that he plays in, but also having, of course, Aaron Rodgers as as a part owner of the Bucks. Um, I think it's I think it's just special for Milwaukee uh, to have uh, yeah to have Wisconsin sports royalty uh, invest back with, back into the city. Um, what it's worth, I believe Patrick Mahomes is another guy who's who purchased a stake in his uh, local MLB team, the Kansas City Royals. So, not totally unprecedented. Uh, not with uh, Mahomes nor Aaron Rodgers, but still really cool. Um, I think this was a kind of a surprise for everybody. It was for me um, up until Friday when I think my roommate uh, threw it at me from Twitter, but. Speaking of which, um, to add even uh, more frosting on the cake, uh, Bobby Portis threw the first pitch this afternoon uh, at the Brewers game. Um, I'm sure some I'm sure some Bobby chants ensued after that as well as it should. Hopefully, we can get we got some rowdy chants uh, for Rowdy Telez, the uh, Bobby Portis of the Brewers. It seems. Um, I think I also saw a fact that uh, Craig Council, the Brewers manager, is the same age as um, as the Brewers manager who brought the Brewers to the World Series back in the early 80s. Um, I saw that on Twitter, but <laughs> the main takeaway from that was the, fo- the photos um, next to each other between Craig Council and I forget the name of that Brewers manager. Um and although it says that, that they were the same age in those years, Craig Council clearly looks uh, at least a decade or two younger than, than that individual did. So good on Craig Council, I suppose. Still young. Still looking young, at least. Still looking fresh. Perhaps there's something in the water here in Milwaukee. Could be a bad or a good thing, I guess. Um, but yeah, of course... Not much else to say. Giannis is just still perfect. Um, some more um, Milwaukee Bucks offseason news was uh, Drew Holiday made another appearance on the J.J. Redick uh, podcast. Um, definitely helps uh, being an M- NBA player uh, to get uh, good guests, I would assume. But uh, I'm glad we get to benefit from it here. Um, I definitely recommend anybody listening to this to go check out the full 45 minute episode that's on YouTube. I haven't quite gotten to listen to it all, but um, it's nice that the YouTube channel breaks 
breaks up some more uh, digestible pieces because I don't try to watch YouTube videos any longer than 15 minutes usually. Um, but uh, Drew talks about the unique experience of playing against Kevin Durant. Um, the <laughs> the biggest takeaway from that that I know uh, NBA Reddit was laughing about was uh, that if it, it when playing against uh, Kevin Durant, it feels like he's uh, mentally penetrating you. So NBA Twitter had had its way with that. Um, Drew definitely caught a no honey from uh, from Bucks fans there, um, as he should have perhaps. Um, but yeah, no, he ju- he just marveled about uh, the difference between playing against Kevin Durant. Uh, on the Pelicans when Durant was on the Warriors and definitely had more help there as opposed to this past uh, second round when, uh, due to injuries, Kevin Durant was really uh, carrying the Nets himself and himself and of course uh, nearly prevailed if it weren't for a foot on the line. But with uh, Drew said that being where he was, he was actually when Kevin took took the shot to send it into overtime. Um, I replayed these videos. Uh, Drew was actually coming over to help, and he said he had no doubt that that it was a two-pointer for Kevin Durant. And I don't know, at a, at a rewatch, I honestly felt that it wasn't quite as close as some people would, would have mentioned. The popular take is that uh, it's only because Kevin Durant uh, wears, a size, wears a size too big when he plays basketball, and... Uh, and it's just because of that one additional shoe size up that that uh, Bucks won that series. But I feel like he was a little more than a big toe uh, on the uh, three point line. But who really cares? Second reminder that the Bucks are NBA champions uh, of the show for you. Um, but perhaps more of news was that Drew said it was. Kevin Durant's last shot of Game 7 when KD airballed the shot. Um, when Drew turned around, it looked like the ball was going straight in. And um, that one surprised Drew and JJ more. Uh, but luckily it was an airball and the Bucks are NBA champions because of it. Uh, yeah, Drew, Drew was uh, quoted as saying, so much as he, in his head, he said it's over when he uh, saw Kevin Durant's uh, second uh, buzzer beater go up. Um, also of note is that he said that Bud approached uh, him and the rest of the guys uh, throughout the series uh, as far as uh, what they thought they should do uh, to approach uh, attacking uh, Kevin Durant. So that kind of uh, goes to show uh, more of Bud's uh, revealed uh, willingness to adjust when necessary. Um, he said, Drew said that originally the Bucks came out just trying to do what they usually do and defend the rim, but uh, also limit three pointers more. Um, and as many would have guessed, they did uh, lean more so into just. Uh, Let's make Kevin Durant average 60 to beat us and take away the other guys. And they all shared a laugh because he nearly did that. But the Bucks are still NBA champions. Um, 
Yeah, Drew also highlighted the fact that it was more of a uh, little bit more of a matchup hunting series. Uh, uh, as you as you could tell, uh, Bobby Portis didn't play for multiple games in this one, nor did Bryn Forbes, nor did a Landry Shamit that I didn't remember uh, quite as much. And uh, worth mentioning now that Shamit was a part of the trade that brought Javon Carter and now uh, co-Summer League MVP um, Cameron Thomas to the Brooklyn Nets. So... Uh, like Bryn Forbes, uh, who kind of got played off played off the fo- floor for a lot of these playoffs. He is not on the uh, Bucks anymore, and uh, yeah, Shaman is also not on the Nets. Maybe, uh, maybe a coincidence. Maybe not. Um, yeah. At that point, not super Bucks related, but I figure I should mention. If you didn't notice by now, summer league is has now concluded um, there was the Summer League Championship game that I didn't quite get to tune into, but uh, the Kings really blew out uh, the Celtics in that game. I believe it was at least a 20-point game for quite a while, uh, despite how well the likes of a Peyton Pritchard played, um, uh, as well as an Aaron Neesmith. So I'm writing a bit about the Atlanta about the Atlantic Division, including the Celtics, uh, this week with um, the writing gig that I do. So, just because that's kind of fresh on the mind, we'll see if uh, those guys can add to the much-needed depth that the Celtics need moving forward. It's something somewhere where they really lacked. But um, friendly reminder that's been said for the past couple weeks: you can't really get too excited about summer league but it is hard especially when watching guys like uh co co summer league mvp davion mitchell really uh really living up to his nickname of off night defending uh defending um impressive summer league talents like peyton pritchard uh james book knight who's a really interesting prospect and people thought could be a steal at number 11 for the hornets um, who else did he really shut down? Oh, quite a quite a few people, I presume. But I will admit I didn't tune into really every. I didn't I didn't tune into every Sacramento Kings game. Um, but yeah, I guess a little heartwarming that a guy like Davion is receiving the attention that he has, especially because people really clowned the. King selection of him at uh, number nine, although the the slander was mainly due to the fact that the Kings already have uh, De'Aaron Fox and uh, and Tyrese Halliburton at point guard, and really don't quite need the defensive talent like Davion as much at that position. But so it looks like he's going to find his way uh, out of the court and. Yeah, although it's Summer League, uh, their uh, championship in Vegas looks to hopefully help the the hopes there for Sacramento fans. Um, yeah. I suppose I'll carry on here because uh, another big piece of news this week was that the Bucks and the NBA in general schedule release came out. Um, let's see, I'm going to 
click onto this Bucks page here, but quickly on my own notes, um, biggest takeaways, the Bucks, of course, NBA champions, uh, got another Christmas Day game, uh, another 130 game, but that's okay. I kind of like having earlier games on Christmas. Um, they'll be playing the Boston Celtics um, on Christmas. Unfortunately, Nikola Jokic doesn't get uh, a Christmas Day game, which was uh, talked about quite a bit. But you can see it a little bit because we already know that Jamal Murray won't quite be there. So the the Nuggets aren't the same. Uh, perhaps they perhaps aren't the same title uh, contenders, at least not as much as they would have been clearly with Jamal Murray. Uh, but yeah, still, uh, not having having an MVP not play on Christmas Day is pretty lame, uh, especially coming from a Bucks fan who has been obviously supporting Giannis Antetokounmpo back-to-back MVP who still seems to uh, lack respect from certain peers. Um, going back to the Drew Holiday and J.J. Redick uh, podcast, of course, um JJ and his co-host had a debate this uh I just watched this past week. They were largely debating saying that it was between Kevin Durant and Luca for uh best players in the league. Um I can't argue about Kevin Durant at all uh, based on what he did mostly by himself against us. Um the the confidence in in Luca there as as a one A or a one B seems seems odd to me given given what Giannis had done and of course uh, the assumed position um, on LeBron James not even really getting a mention there um, I think I think Drew Drew did uh, plead the fifth on that question but he did at least uh, give a little bit of thought to it uh, implying that that he isn't he isn't immediately giving it to Giannis but who really cares I don't really uh, I don't like those debates quite as much but based on what I said you can maybe gather why back on topic with the schedule here um, the Bucks will have their ring ceremony on October 19th at Pfizer Forum against the Brooklyn Nets so that will be uh, that'll be pretty sweet to uh, see the banner raised and the players get their rings uh, the first home game and uh, of course the addition of having that be um, with Kevin Durant, uh, Kyrie Irving and James Harden in the building uh, I'm sure Milwaukee will get an additional kick out of that Um I'm hoping now that I'll get to show up for that game. I think I've mentioned that I really, I don't think I've been, um, I, yeah, I haven't been in Pfizer form since before, uh, since before people didn't know what COVID-19 was. Uh, so yeah, it's been quite a bit. Um, so yeah, pretty jealous of a lot of my friends who got to, uh, get back in a Pfizer form during this past playoff run. Um, in addition, along with the schedule, the Bucks' first preseason game, so their next game back will be against the Grizzlies, I believe, at the uh, FedEx Forum in Memphis on uh, October 5th. So that means we only have about seven, seven to eight weeks left uh, without any uh, Bucks action. 
uh, we can make it there, folks. Um, you know, we got plenty of highlights to watch um, from this long playoff run. Uh, we'll have plenty of Nuck If You Buck episodes to listen to. Maybe some more, maybe some more player interviews on on other shows, or maybe some guys will even come on Nook If You Buck. But uh, I'm not a. Uh, I don't want to get get anyone's hope hopes up for Giannis showing up here, but he he definitely has an open invitation. Um, catch up on some Netflix shows that you've been wanting to dive into. Uh, fun fact: I literally just watched five seasons of Peaky Blinders in eight days. Uh, if you let me peel back the curtain a bit and see what I've been up to, um, I might even do a second rewatch of Avatar: The Last Airbender right now after recording. Yeah, this is uh, being said outside of a Manscaped ad read, but uh, there are endless possibilities in this life. So, yeah, there are things to do besides watch basketball, right? Not so sure, but I'm going to hop into a word from our returning sponsors in Thrive Fantasy. Come prop up on Thrive Fantasy this season. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. They've eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about the top tier athletes in a respective sport. For example, if you're a little casual uh, about one sport like uh, the MLB and uh, Giannis Sanadkumpo's Milwaukee Brewers, um, I'd hope if you at least call yourself a casual, you'd be able to choose a 5 out of 10 player prop options that Thrive Fantasy may ask of you. Uh, if you're casual in one sport, but a little obsessive about, about another, like uh, the NBA and Giannis Antetokounmpo's Milwaukee Bucks, each prop um, that Thrive Fantasy provides has a fantasy point total associated with the over-under based on its likelihood to occur. The more points a selection's worth, the riskier it is. You'll want to rack up the most points to win a share of the player prize pool. Thrive's awarded over $2.2 million in prizes since launching in 2018. They've guaranteed uh, $50,000 for a single NFL uh, late regular season week and thousands more since the beginning uh, of the NBA. Uh, this past season, so to take advantage of this, you'll want to use promo code Giannis, that's G-I-A-N-N-I-S, when you sign up today. You'll receive an instant deposit match up to $50 on your first deposit of $20 or more. Uh, so download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store, or you can visit them at their website, www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. Right. <clears throat> now I'm jumping around a little bit here, but... Um, I did go onto the Bucks website here, and I there are um, some more notes besides the ones that I've shared uh, already on the schedule. <coughs> Excuse me, throat gets a little dry uh, talking yourself here for uh, forty plus minutes. But the Bucks will have uh, twenty five nationally televised games, which I believe brings us into at least the top four of NBA teams, which we can't really complain about uh, coming out of Milwaukee. Um, I know Golden State is above us there. Memory serves me right there. They're in a top two spot in terms of nationally televised games. And I get their recent success 
and their popularity. But I don't know. I feel like I'm just a little lower on the Warriors, at least until I see them again with Clay Thompson and see what he's up to. I know I maybe would have said something about the Nets before them trading for James Harden and seeing what Kevin Durant was like, and he's uh, still Kevin Durant. But yeah, also Draymond Green's aged a bit, and he really only had one uh, um, one particular um, acceptable three-point shooting year, and really not not much else. Um, so for them to be top two in nationally televised games, to me, I think is a little questionable, but who are we kidding? Milwaukee's still top four, and that's fair. Um, let's see. We talked about the Christmas uh, game day against the Celtics at 1.30. That may be Eastern time. Uh, we'll have an NBA Finals rematch against the Suns on Thursday, February 10th. That will be in Phoenix. Um, we have a New Year's New Year's Day game against the Pelicans. Um, we play in Atlanta on Martin Luther King Day. Um, notable, of course, I believe the birthplace of uh, of Dr. King. Um, we'll play LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook. Um, in Milwaukee on uh, November 17th. Uh, we'll have a season-long five-game road trip uh, in November. Um, looks like that'll be uh, five and seven um, from November 7th through the 14th. Um, but that will be followed by a season-long uh, five-game homestand Um that looks like another five and seven. However, that's kind of tough. Um, that will be November seventeenth through the twenty fourth. Um, but theoretically, this should be a slightly less condensed season than last year. Um, I'm guessing it will be going back to an eighty two games uh, season. However, um, not totally confident in that though. Who knows? Because the playing game, the playing tournament will be back. So. Maybe that will factor in. Maybe it won't. Um, the Bucks will play six consecutive games uh, at home in uh, February. Um, that's not six games, um, six days in a row, just six games in a row in February. Um, and there will be three straight home games uh, prior to the uh, All-Star break. Um, there will be 18 weekend home games at Pfizer for fans to take advantage of. Unfortunately, 14 back-to-backs. Um, and, yeah, that was that is pretty much uh, all of the big takeaways from, uh, from NBA.com uh, with the uh, 21-22 uh, regular season schedule release. Um, now, I believe it's uh, fair to jump into uh, some reactions to... Um, the Bucks uh, NBA 2K22 ratings. Um, many listeners may know that I've battled uh, a serious 2K addiction in the past, but I'm also hoping that that is a thing of the past, as for the first year in close to, if not a decade, I did not purchase uh, 2K21. And I'm very proud of that. 
very proud of it. I don't anticipate picking up 2K22, but uh, we'll see if those uh, 2K demons keep crawling back. Um, that may help those demons that uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo shares a uh, top rating among um, four other players in LeBron, KD, and Steph at 96. Chris Middleton is an acceptable 88. I don't have qualms there. Um, Drew Holiday is an 85, which mm, I thought was not great. Not the worst. The worst, however, was I saw that McCall Bridges, and I like McCall Bridges uh, on the Suns, uh, was an 86 above Drew Holiday. Um, I don't quite see him having... A greater impact uh, on the game than Drew Holiday, but yeah, I think harsher words have definitely been said. Harsher and more unfair words have been said, uh, reacting to that rating. Um, but yeah, they still haven't all been given out, um, and we all know that two K ratings aren't the be all end all. Um, for example, Ronnie Two K. Whom fans may know of, he's a, he's the guy who determines these ratings in the end, and we all know he has a he has a love affair for uh, big unskilled big big men. I know in the past Hassan Whiteside, I believe in the version of two K twenty that I have Hassan Whiteside in is is an eighty seven, and that's not uh sounds quite slanderous to uh, Hassan Whiteside, but. He's just not an 87 uh, guy if Chris Middleton's 88 and Drew Holiday's 85. And I think everyone knows that. Uh, where was I going? Ronnie 2K revealed to players who responded to his, his tweet what their rating was. He gave Bobby Portis a 79, which nothing to scoff at, I believe. But um, you have to tell that to Bobby because he respectfully said that that was incorrect because he was a 79 uh, going into last season. And I think we can all agree that Bobby has improved uh, since the perception of him uh, before last season when, um, you know, after all the negativity I brought on Ronnie 2K, I should reveal that I was uh, lower um, on the initial Bobby Portis signing. And look at him now. He's uh, the underdog's champion. Right. Um, Ray Allen, former Milwaukee Buck, of course, has jumped into the news a little bit. Um, makes it sound super dramatic if I pose it like that. But Ray Allen uh, became the head coach of his son's uh, Florida boys ba- boys basketball team at Gulliver. Uh, excuse me, that's a U- Gulliver uh, prep school in Florida. Um, his son is going to be a junior at that school. So, um, yeah, probably a a little easier. Well, hmm, easy might not be the right word. Um, just say a lot more unique, uh, feeling being the coach's son. If, uh, you're the son of, uh, Ray Allen, uh, his son is Walter Ray Allen, the third, um, which I b- believe I'm going to Google would 
have to mean that Ray Allen is also a uh, Walter Ray Allen then junior. Um, and that is correct per uh, basketball reference. Along with other uh, other nicknames such as Ray Ray, Sugar Ray, Jesus Shuttlesworth, uh, Skinny Walt, and Gentleman. I would definitely recommend uh, looking up your favorite players' uh, basketball reference nicknames. Of course, Giannis just has the Greek freak and the alphabet, which is fair. Chris Middleton is Cash Money, of course, WD-40, and perhaps my favorite, Baby Joe Johnson. Drew Holiday has more of the classic... um, less known basketball reference uh, nicknames of Jay Hala, The Druth, and Kung Fu Drew. Not bad. Not bad. And lastly, of course, uh, oh, this doesn't even have uh, all of them. Splash Mountain and Bropez. Bropez. It's a little lazy. No love for uh, Brookie to Wookie? I believe that was his old uh that was his old Twitter handle. Anyhow, we're getting a little off the rails here. Uh to get back to Ray Allen, um the latest bleacher report update that I got was that uh Kevin Garnett had posted an Instagram story clearly cropping out uh uh Ray Allen, uh, Cropping him out of a photo with uh, KG, Rondo, and Paul Pierce um, at some sort of red carpet event. I forget what the uh, forget what the actual event is, but it's too bad. Of course, there's um, there are there are a bit of hard feelings there um, after Ray had left uh, the NBA champion Boston Celtics um, to team up with uh, LeBron James. Uh, too bad there's still some beef there. I believe there was kind of an interview with with the uh, with KG Rondo and Pierce talking about uh, at least with two of the three, one of them being Kevin Gar- Kevin Garnett on his show, talking about um, the distaste, let's say, between them. Um, but I'm sure Ray is still satisfied being being retired, being an NBA champion. Uh, twice and being able to coach a son all right um one of the last notes that i have to have to share with you guys is actually some very exciting news uh solely for myself and that was that i got to actually see with my own two eyes sandro mamu kalashvili at lakefront brewery in milwaukee thursday evening um Although I must admit, I do have partial regret for not not finding a moment to respectfully share share some quick words for him. Um, but in the end, it's probably best that I didn't embarrass myself and uh, you know impede his his time off there. Um, but every time I say that to people, they're like, "Well, I mean, it's it's Sandro. He's a recent 50, 54 overall pick. Like he." He, he maybe he maybe doesn't get bugged as much and maybe he would have been more accepting and maybe he even would have jumped on nook if you book had I offered but yeah I'm just I'm just not someone who typically approaches 
basketball players. I um, forget if I talked about this on the show, but uh, Steve Novak, who has also been in the news for some disappointing reasons that I don't need to get into. Um, so I might have already. Um, I I saw Steve Novak at the Bayshore Five Guy Five Guys once, and I uh, declined an offer from someone else to see if he'd take a picture with me. And I'm okay with that, especially now. Um, to the contrary, I did, uh, among others, get to see uh, Brandon Jennings uh, shopping at an expensive clothes store. Um, back when I was in middle school and I got, uh, I among others got multiple Brandon Jennings autographs on the back of some store receipts that I later shared with my uh, two brothers, uh, Dean and Drew. So sometimes it pays off. Sometimes you make an ass of yourself when you talk to celebrities. Can't say I have a ton of experience, but uh, Sandro, if you're listening, I hope you respect that I valued your time as well and um not sure how this how this connection is made smoothly but maybe you'll be able to share more of your value more of your value time with me on neck if you buck stay tuned everyone um you know what uh cutting off a little shorter than i'd like to but i think that's just a function of trying to continue on uh weekly here in the off season um uh yet i know i'll still be uh continue to be surprised uh a little bit as we continue on with the news that i have to share with you all and i'll uh still shoot i've been trying to get a particular guest on for a bit but hoping we'll connect at some point uh Otherwise, you, you know, I don't mind the flexibility of being able to just jump on myself uh, whenever I want. And, uh, yeah, I have some other um, segments that may be more for myself and less for some guests who don't get uh, connections I might make with uh, some of my interests outside of basketball. A uh, little teaser there. But until then, I'll see you in another life, brother. Oh, and... Uh, Happy birthday, fish. Love you, nephew. Thank you for tuning in to Nuck If You Buck, the Milwaukee Bucks podcast. We hope you join us again soon. See you in another life, brother.